Hi, this is Philip here from Nathan Trust, and welcome to another episode of Coming Back From Zero, a series of conversations with businesses that have been severely impacted by the COVID-19 crisis. Today we speak to Mirko, the owner of Da Mirko's Restaurant, an Italian restaurant based in the centre of Cork City. Like most restaurants, Da Mirko was forced to close on the 13th of March due to the COVID crisis, but Mirko has still managed via his takeout catering service to provide his loyal customers with the great Italian food they have grown used to. So even though they are tough times for the, the restaurant industry, it turns out to be quite a insightful and inspirational 40 minute conversation with Mirko that I'm sure you'll enjoy. Okay, I'm here with uh, Mirko from the restaurant G Mirko's, which is based in Bridge Street, Cork. Uh, De Mirko's has a sympathy to us to serve traditional Italian recipes that reflect the Italian culture of Mirko's love of home. So, welcome Mirko, Thank you for, thanks for taking the time. How are you? I'm good, I'm a little bit fed up, <laughs> stuck at home, but um, other than that, other than that, so I, I suppose the first thing is, for people that don't know your excellent Italian restaurant, maybe just explain a little bit about your business. Yeah, um, like uh, I basically I, I'm open about two years, well, it'll be two years now at the beginning of May. And uh, I just want to bring a bit of um, uh, Italian experience from where I'm from, so it's Northern Italy. So my, my food is mainly Northern Italian food. Uh, now then, uh, uh, going without uh, too much uh, information, but we try to respect this uh, seasonality as well. So uh, where I come from, it's a mountains region. So let's say autumn and winter time, it's very easy for me to make my own dishes. I'll try to be a bit more, <laughs> let's say Southern Italian when it comes to the summer only because uh, our food from Northern Italy might be very heavy with a lot of cheeses and, you know, kind of heavy sauces. So it's not that all the time I use Northern Italian recipe, but it's what I try to get close to. And we make all our fresh pasta in the restaurant, something that it's a bit of an art that um, not many restaurants even in Italy do, but it's a part of our culture. I remember with my grandmother, making pasta on Sundays or weekends or for celebration. So it's something I wanted to recreate uh, just because it's something that talks about myself. And um, so it's, a, it's a family recipe, the pasta, is it? Yeah, yeah it's family recipes. But uh, I mean, now pasta is, is a bit strange because sometimes it all depends, uh, you know, the amount of flour that you put with the kind of humidity. So depends as well. It's... I, let's say I, I kind of invented a recipe for our restaurants. If I was maybe somewhere else, it could be slightly be difference on the ratio between uh, water and uh, water and um, flour that we put in. But yeah, it's, it's a very close recipe to what, uh, I, you know, I, I learned uh, to make it with, uh, when I was a youngster and teenager. And then I came to Ireland and I always work in this kind of hospitality business in restaurants. I was... Uh, I was always, I was in the English market for 14 years in the restaurant in the farm gate. And then I decided to open myself. Uh, and I wanted to do something that really reflect Italy because um, unfortunately, outside of Italy, I've always seen a very, very wrong way of doing Italian restaurants. Uh, like here in Ireland, in UK, I was in the States. So it's more like to please the, 
the locals more than actually trying to bring the authentic experience of real Italian food. And it's something I wanted to do because it's really, I, I feel a bit of an ambassador of Italian food uh, when it comes because it's my passion and it's my, you know, it's my culture. And do you think you can, the, the reason that companies, uh, the reason that countries didn't have proper Italian food, why do, why do you think that was the case? No, okay, uh, first of all, I want to think that maybe, I don't know, the, I read of Italian communities coming to Dublin in the 60s, okay, uh, and the 70s, especially, I think they were from Lazio, the Lazio region, so southern and then Rome. So when they came in the 60s or 70s, it was very hard to get Italian products. But, and I think, so they tried, they did try to use whatever they could find, you know, to recreate uh, Italian food. And so they had to please as well the locals, like people were not traveling at the time. So it's understandable. But when you come to 2000 and 2000 and 2010 and go on for the last 20, 30 years, where Irish people in this example, they've been traveling a lot and they've been to Italy so many times and they don't mind to try food when they go over and they love it. So I don't know why we cannot no. <laughs> do it here in Ireland, you know? So, and to be honest, I was a bit anxious at the beginning to do something. I'm not doing anything different. I'm doing something very traditional and very simple, okay? So, uh, but people understand it. I mean, my customers are all, I, I maybe got one person out of, 1,000 that didn't get what I'm doing. So, what, 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 who is your typical customer? Is it um, old, young, or is it very mixed in a restaurant in the city center? Or It's mixed. Uh, now, I get um, your, your generation, my generation, you know. I mean, um, I get from 25 to, to 80 years old, but let's say... I think my general uh, my general customers would be between forty and sixty. That's the okay. the average, um, especially couples, um, and a lot of I mean foreigners. I call myself a foreigner. I'm not Irish yet, so th there are a lot of um, I mean I have a, a lot of Italians coming, French, Spanish. They they do live here in Cork, uh, Brazilian. So it's. Um, it's mainly Corconian, all right? It's mainly Corconian, but there is as well uh, like, um, uh, like a community of uh, people working in Ireland from other countries and uh, they I mean, I think they love it. I mean, that's what they tell me then, uh, like, you know, I, of course I can't please everybody. But I guess it's uh, repeat customers is the, the, the big judge of it. And how yeah. many, how, how many um, seats do you have in the restaurant? Uh, about 35, 35 seats. It's kind of one sitting a night, two sittings a night. Well, no, on a Friday and Saturday, I would turn the table twice. Um, no, I, 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 I get very busy. Can you, can you hear me? Sorry, can you hear me? Back there now. Yes, hello? Yes. Can you hear me? Now, I was saying um, uh, on a Friday and Saturday night, I would get uh, two seatings. During the week, uh, if there is a show in the Everyman or the Opera House, I could, uh, you know, I could even do 50 people. If not, uh, you know, uh, like on a Tuesday night because I'm only open at night time. 
Tuesday night could be quiet, you know, but again, it's, um, I, I think I'm still quite um, young. Not maybe many people know that uh, I'm around. So, so you're, yeah, so you're in business two years and uh, the, uh, and your premises, you're in, I presume you're renting that premises. I'm renting, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I'm renting the place, yeah, yeah. And you, I guess two years into it, I don't know, I'm sure restaurants fail quickly if they fail and you're, you're, you're starting to get repeat customers, you're starting to uh, really get a core customer base? Yes, yes. Well, that's not without being uh, not that uh, I've always, my focus is to look after local people. Okay, so it's it's been always in my mind. It's who I want to work with. Not that I don't want uh, tourism or tourists coming. But uh, I don't know, I'm more like a guy that likes to deal with a loyal, uh, loyal customer that come and comes back now. And nothing to be said wrong against tourists because uh, let's say in July and August when, uh, when a lot of my locals, they go away on holiday, it's good to have the tourists. But, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a place in Temple Bar where just focus about the tourists, you know. Cork, even if it's a tourist uh, city, I think still very much local so that's why i'm focusing very much uh, on looking after my locals uh, um, uh, maybe working inside in the english market for so many years he put his mind and myself of looking after locals but uh, I don't know, it's just it's just the way i am and the way i want my business uh, to go you know forward so oh, oh, it makes sense and the uh and in the, the build-up to, like, I'm guessing, when did you close your doors? Was it March 12th? 12th March 13th? Uh, 14, well, 14, the Saturday, the last day was the Saturday, was the 14th, yeah. And was Saturday. it a build-up to then, had you kind of half the capacity? Oh, the last, no, well, okay, so starting from, I tell you, on the 21st of February, we had the, um, we had the first, um, the first um, problem in Italy, southern of Milan, uh, with um, with COVID nineteen, so I was following the Italian news very closely, and then on the seventh of March uh, we had a completely lockdown of the country. So since the twenty first February, I was uh, having um, in place, um, uh, you know, like gels, washing hands. I, I had the staff meeting with my staff because I don't know, not that I, <laughs> I it's. I thought, look, if it arrive in Italy, it would arrive in Ireland, okay? But many people in Ireland don't think at that at that stage were were worrying about this, okay? I, I was quite anxious and I was worried, and then I was thinking, oh, I'm an Italian restaurant, I'm Northern Italian, people knows I'm from Lombardy, maybe they're not coming to my restaurant because they think that I'm infected. But now, don't get me wrong, I, I don't mean court people have, are racist or anything like that. But I have to go back. The Italian people, when these uh, things erupted in China, they started to boycott Chinese restaurants in Italy. So I started to freak out and thinking, oh, now they're going to do this to me, you know. Now, it's so stupid by the Italian to boycott Chinese restaurants in Italy. But I was so worried, and I was keep telling this my wife, and I was so busy until the 7th of March. So like the car people, they were not giving a damn if I was coming from wherever. It was only myself panicking, worrying about the business, 
you know, and think, you know, these things is going to come, what's going to happen. But the last week, let's say from the 7th of March to the 14th of March was so quiet. It was very quiet because I think we had the first um, uh, person dying in Ireland on the 9th, I think, or the 10th of March. So people started to become very conscious and they, they didn't want to go out or anything. So I, I just, you know, I just followed what the HAC was giving us for restaurants, you know, uh, spacing tables and all. And they, they gave you clear guidelines? Well, they gave, I remember they gave us uh, clear guidelines on the Friday and we closed on the Thursday. But I was already doing this voluntarily already at the beginning of the week. So I was pacing tables uh, by one meter because at the beginning was by one meter keeping tables distances. So I wasn't a full capacity. But anyway, there was no need to be a full capacity because it was very quiet. So, so I probably... So it was kind of like March, business was strong up to March 7th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you started seeing a week of it falling down. Oh, yeah, and, you know, and I mean, and it then, was... I was down 120% uh, in, in okay. a week. And, and, then, and, then, and then the you closed the doors then on the 14th? I closed the doors and I didn't know what to do. And then on the back of my mind, there was always these, um, these things about um, like a catering menu. So uh, like a catering menu where I could cater for communion, uh, birthdays, parties, um, you know, uh, celebration in general, right? And very simple food, a uh, bit different of what I do in the restaurant, but let's say trays of lasagna, trays of baked pasta, trays of meatballs and tomato sauce, uh, or made focaccia that we make, uh, pizza, but made in a tin. So kind of very homemade pizza um, because I don't have a wood fire oven. Trays of tiramisu, you know, uh, things very simple, okay? But very simple food, but... Uh, Tasty, okay. I would. Uh, and is, I would and is that during during the quiet week uh, from the seventh? You're thinking about what am I going to do? Did you did you think you were going to close your doors? Was that clear to you that you were going to the the government was going to make you shut down? No, I I I, I knew it. Uh, I knew it. I mean, I knew it. I knew it by myself that would happen because it did happen already in Italy, and it was starting all around Europe. It was starting in Spain, so it was just a matter of time. And I do think that. It was the right decision. Eh? I don't. Uh, I. I think it was the right and wise wise decision by the government. You know, I think when schools when schools start to close, everything else is closed down. We close down in a country. You know. And um, so from so from a revenue perspective, then like is I suppose January, February, March are they are they quiet months of the year traditionally, or were they? Know, to be, be honest. For so for me, it was 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 let's say. Was How was business doing relative, you know? Okay, for me, it was year number two for January, February. So I, so I don't have many years to compare, okay, comparison. Now, last year, 2019, January was busier for me than this January 2020, okay? But February for me, 2020 was very busy. Very, very busy. So I was very, very busy more than last year. And the first week of March looked, I was already busier than last year. So I kind of thought, oh, look, the, the economy is good. People are out. Uh, it seems to me good. And then these things happen. But to be honest, uh, it's out of our control. So. <laughs> and, was, 
and then so once you obviously you don't have uh, extra revenue outside the restaurant once the restaurant no. closes that's all you're no. and, and how, how and how many people do you working for you i have uh, so in total uh, we are six so so sorry there's six plus me i have two full-timers and four part-timers so well one part-timer wasn't working very much january february because it was a bit quieter but uh, uh, so it it's me and uh, it's me. So basically, I have two chefs in the kitchen, two full timers. Then there is me and uh, uh, three other girls that float around between um, the kitchen and the dining room. And then obviously the, the revenue stops coming in. So like, did you immediately talk to your landlord and get a rent freeze? Or, or yeah, yeah. I mean, no. My my landlord has been quite supportive. So we. You know, it's it's been good, so it's understand he's understanding the situation. Uh, most of suppliers are excellent, are really good. So yeah, I how didn't much, do how many yeah. days food would you have? So like, did, were you able to see this coming and not ordering a lot of food, or were you caught with a lot of supply? No, I was. Um, so I always. I, I wasn't really much uh, because I, I would say I always buy a lot of things. I buy it fresh. I buy it on the day in the morning in the English market. Sure. So I like, I, I, I saw the last three days. So I knew, look, let's not order this. Let's not do as much of this. And, you know, to be honest, I was cutting my menu. I was doing less things. In the last, like on a Friday and Saturday night, I might do five specials, six specials, you know, on the weekends. And I was only doing three of them that weekend, you know, the last weekend. Okay. It was pointless. Try to do too much because I think I did 30 people on the last Saturday night and I did maybe 20 people on the Friday night. So it was very like, so whatever I do, I think even with these things coming, because the place it's small well it's small it's not too small but it's small for me but when i decided to get a business like the like a that, that kind of numbers it's because i knew that it could be easily managed by me so sure. if there were bigger numbers now uh, i would be in more trouble as well i think eh? then i might be and, wrong i don't know it's just my idea but. and were you like did you talk to your bank about overdraft facilities or term loans or were they, yeah. they were in contact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I don't own, I don't know anything to the bank. So, I mean, I contacted them to see if there was anything in place, but then I don't need anything now. So I, why should they worry now of something that I don't need? So, um, so most, of your, most of your costs are frozen, essentially. Sorry? So most of your costs are frozen, essentially. You don't have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have significant costs that are building no, up. I mean, I... I think uh, the only thing that I that it's been on hold now, uh, it's January and February um, revenue that you know okay, that I pay, said, I pay every two months, but it's uh, it's yeah. been frozen by the government, so it's not that I need to pay now. Uh, so I might consider it to. Pay. So I'm trying to pay everything that it's built up until the end of March. Uh, with utilities and everything else because we're only in April. So by the end of this month, I'll have a better picture to see. Uh, to be honest, I don't like to bring um, that's, um, you know, going forward, you know. 
I'd like yeah. whatever, whatever I owe, I want to pay. That's, I don't know, I have an old mind, old, old style mind when it comes to money, you know, just pay. <laughs> but no, that, that's, I think that's sensible. And the, uh, the, the, have you used the wage subsidy scheme? Have you looked at that? Uh, I mean, for the wage, you mean wages? Well, you, you said you, you have two, you have yeah. two uh, part-time so, and four, or four part-time and two full-time. So, so the, all the my revenue. staff, no, all my staff, it's, uh, is, uh, is, is, um, is with the, uh, sorry, with the subsidy scheme. Okay. And it's a great, um, it's a great thing that, uh, the government did, uh, also because when these things erupted, I, I was really worried for the first three, four days that I was closed because my staff have been a long time with me and they're all young, they're all young, they're all around 23, 24. Um, I have an Irish girl, but all the rest are foreigners and, you know, they're paying rents and, you know, I was, I was feeling that I was responsible for them and thankfully the government is giving these, um, you know, this, uh, this benefit that is yeah. helping them. Now, of course they're not, you know, they're young. They used to go out to pubs and things. They're not going out. They're not spending money. It's basically their money. It's for buying their food and paying their rent. And I'm but glad. They're going, but they're, they're going to stay in Ireland. When the rest yeah, they're going to stay in Ireland. They are coming back to work for me, <laughs> you know, without any, you know, uh, any problems. And so I'm just glad that at least I don't need to worry about uh, about the staff. Um, and, and have you been able to continue any any bit of trade, any takeaway business? Yeah, yeah. So, so earlier I, about the uh, yeah, catering. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was thinking about this catering for a long time, and then I said, okay, now this is the opportunity to start to do it. And I started straight away. So we closed the doors on the 14th, but I. The weekend after, so the Friday after, uh, I I send a few emails. I put a post on Facebook, and I and I started to do this service where people are uh, giving me the order the night before for collection, and they come and they pick it up themselves. I was thinking maybe to do deliveries, but uh, it's gonna be too complicated regarding insurance. I need to change my car insurance. It's it's too complicated. And I, I don't think it's going to pay back, you know, the bill because I'm almost inside preparing the food. So it means like... So it's just that yourself and your chef do the preparation and... Yeah, no, it's mainly myself. Uh, so I have one of the chefs maybe coming in on a Saturday morning if uh, I have a lot of order, but otherwise it's okay. me. So, what's the take-up? What's the take-up mean like? Sorry, excuse me? Is it busy? Are, are people... So, uh, like, I have to be honest. I have... Three, four customers that they come in every weekend. And so they've been since I opened they, they that I'm doing this service on a Saturday. They have their order and they make an order for, you know, their mother and a mother, uh, their mother and the sister-in-law and they drop it by. And I think it's a very good thing that they do. Uh, I really, I'm really thankful because, um, you know, it makes you appreciating your customers more than than before. Sometimes you know, uh, you don't think how our customers are so important, especially in this moment. Um, even when um, when I close the door down, I 
I, I put an offer of 20% off for a week uh, for my vouchers just to try to bring a bit of revenue in, okay? Um, and I have to think whoever um, supported me, okay? I mean, my customer have been amazing. And also, they just trusted me because how do, like in this, in this mess, how do they know that I'm going to reopen? So it even giving you more boost to be confident that things will be fine when I'll be back, okay? It might be slowly, you know, things might be slower and, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure I will reopen. I'm not uh, uh, worried, but it's just, um, I'm so thankful to, to, to the customers for what they did in this difficult time. So to our customer that they've been uh, amazing. So do you think, do you think that they, they, so they kind of the, the home, our, our, the collection, the takeaway collection service, do you think that that has unearthed opportunities that when, once things get back to normal that you'll continue? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll continue. Now, again, it, it needs to have a 24. Now, at the moment, it's 24 hours. It's probably something maybe 48 hours that I will put. Uh, uh, but it doesn't matter. But I will do it because, um, you know, like it's something uh, celebration people and it's easy because the food that you take from me you take it you put it in you know it's already in trays the tinfoil trays you put it in an oven that's it you don't need anything to be done and you know 15 minutes you know right temperature just put it in or also they can be frozen so let's say you're coming in this saturday night you buy two tray of lasagna one is for the night the other one goes into the freezer you take it out uh, next week you know so it's yeah. something as well, um, uh, you know, it's like you're going to Mark Spencer or you're going to Super Value. Uh, instead of going there, you come into the Mirko, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, again. I think the, I, and I guess it's homemade food. More and more of it because I'm cooking it the whole time. So this is homemade food from someone else, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, also, I mean, and I want to stress this, the fact that, um, uh, can you hear me? Yeah? Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Um, the fact that we make all the fresh pasta. So not the dry pasta, it's a bad pasta quality or dry, uh, dry, dry pasta can be good, but I'm more, you know, it's like two sides. I'm more a fresh pasta man and we make our homemade fresh pasta now. So it's, you know, it's something different. It's uh, artisanal uh, pasta. It's uh, um, homemade and made. And, um, you know, it's just something that I differentiate from other, from other restaurants, from other Italian restaurants. Okay, of course, you can't compare myself with a steakhouse restaurant because we do two completely different things. And do you think that, so once you start coming back into business, I don't know, is it going to be May 5th or June 5th? Or, there's so many rumors out there. But do you think that once the, uh, the rumor, uh, the restaurants start opening again, uh, like if you, what did you see, 24 or 36 was the number of seats you had? Uh, 35, no. Th 35. But are you going to be max 15 or 20? Yeah, I think, uh, I think be very slowly. I think that will, uh, I think we will be, you know, half, half of what we are at the moment. And I don't think it'll be, 
fast. I think it'll be maybe another two, three months before, I, I think until September things won't come back to normal. And hoping that, you know, and I'm not a doctor and I'm not a, a virologist, and hoping that, uh, you know, we won't have a second uh, um, pandemic of this next uh, autumn yeah. or winter, because nobody knows until we get a vaccine. So I think we just need to play by, I'm not doing any plans. I'm, I'm just, okay. just by the day, whatever they tell us to do, I will adjust and we'll just, we'll just, we'll just go with the flow, as you say, because. So, so, so but you, so you can open up with, so if you 35 and, and you can open up at 15. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and hope that you get 15 in on, you know, or get two scenes, whatever it might be. Yeah. The business is still worth doing, even if they have the capacity. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, and again, I think it's all, look, if you do half of the, half, half of what you're doing, okay, probably I will earn less myself, okay, but it's okay, you know, it's, uh, you know, I want to make sure that uh, my staff get hours and that, uh, that the quality of the food stay the same, that people will try to come out, you know, uh, without being... Um, so worried we will follow all the HSC regulation because if they tell us even you have to wear mask or you have to do whatever you have to do okay and I don't know we'll do it you know and if you have to do we have to comply with the new law or we have to do whatever we'll do you know it's not that uh, we just we just want to be reopen when everything will be safe and uh, at you know, at any cost, you know. Uh, but uh, but that, that, I think that's really positive. I know it's hard to use the word positive in this environment, but not knowing the restaurant business and not understanding how they work, I would have I would have thought it would have been a challenge to say, well, if you're going to half the amount of seats I can have my restaurant, I'm not sure can I run my restaurant. But you you, you say you can. You can keep the doors open. I you can, take but hit yourself personally. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. I, I just want to talk about my restaurant and yeah. about because I know my restaurant, um, I know who my landlord is, I know who my suppliers are, and so I know how much, I you know I'm paying my staff and I'm, all the expenses that I have around, and I know I can achieve it. Okay, now okay. if they tell me that it's gonna be like this for the next five years <laughs> today. I tell them, okay, bye-bye, I'll pack up and I'll see you later, okay? But it's not going to be like this for five years. Even if it's going to be for the next 12 months, it's okay, you know? Um, like, I know that I can get through this, you know? We'll just, uh, you know, as, as, a, as my landlord or as the suppliers have been understanding, we sit down and we'll talk about this, okay? It's, uh, you know... Uh, and hopefully the government as well will come up with some solution as well. Now, it's going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy because, um, you know, at European level, you know, uh, who knows how it's going to be. Of course, there is going to be economy, like it's going to be all a domino effect, okay? The problem is if the economy is going to crash completely, we're going to be like in 1929, okay? But at that stage, I'm sorry, of course, if I don't reopen, but uh, at this stage is something, again, out of my control, you know, but I, I, I don't have, um, I cannot see the future. <laughs>
<laughs> that's why I'm like, I, I try to be positive because it's the only way to go forward. You know, if I want to reopen my restaurant, you know. No, and it's I think uh, I think cities really need restaurants like yours in the in the center of them. You know, providing that service. So I think it's great that you can you can really see like even if you you've uh, I think we're all going to have a tough six to 12 months ahead of us, but you, you're still going to keep your doors open and, yeah, and but produce also, great food. I think as well, look, the customer that doesn't feel comfortable to come out and I wouldn't, I, I don't want to give any judgment on uh, that customer. I do collection system. So if they don't feel comfortable to come in and they want to have my food, uh, they can just come and uh, collect it, you know, in the restaurant. Yeah. So you, so you see, um, you see yourself, maintaining your customers yeah 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 i mean uh, i i uh, you know i think um, i think people will come out they won't come out maybe as before but people will come out because almost i don't know i noticed something this weekend okay um people were ringing me on saturday last minute asking me because you need a 24 hours notice, but they were ringing me last minute. Oh, do you have any food left? It didn't happen on any other weekends. So it just telling me that people are starting to, you know, coming out from the winter, let's say, you know, like it's, yeah. uh, the, the, you know, the people wants to come out. And, uh, you know, if they know that they can come out, you know, at certain times, because maybe I can only take people at different times, they will because they just want to come out. And so they're going to be a bit more understanding about things. I mean, this is my hope, eh? uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's a thought that I had this weekend while I was thinking what to so do. It's, uh, it's, so it's got progressively busier. The takeout service has got progressively busier every so weekend. I tell you the first two weeks, uh, the first weekend was very, in March was very busy. That was the 21st, but then, the other two weekends after they were very quiet because that there was some negativity about that uh, kind of full lockdown only two kilometers around so it you know not to be too far away than two kilometers uh, and things like this so uh, i think people went a bit like boom so the second weekend was a fiasco and i was thinking okay it's not worth it to do it but I'm stubborn. I don't, I don't give up easily. <laughs> so I went on again and I went on again and I went on again and I'm still doing it. Last weekend and the weekend before was good, was better than, so I've done five weekends. First one was good. The second and the third one were bad and the fourth one and the fifth one were good. So I hope that next weekend will be in the same way. And to be honest, I don't want, I'm not here to make, pro, like I'm not there to make profit. I want to keep my name out there so that people don't forget about me. And also I want to give service to people, you know, like they just probably sick of being cooking at home uh, six days a week. And, you know, for one night, at least they feel, uh, uh, you know, they're out again, you know, with their friends uh, eating something, you know, at least, you know, just to give a bit of memories of, of the No, rest. it is. It's, it's really great to get food. And, you know, as I say, just not cooking yourself and, and especially, I think, so if, like, I've, I've reasoned a young family, so there's one thing that kids, every kid likes is pasta. Mm -hmm. And homemade pasta is exceptional. So mm -hmm. it's, it's nice to produce something for the kids as well because like, they're, they're not having many eating options, even like mm -hmm. 
you know, McDonald's is closed down, that kind of occasional treat we give them is yeah, the ice cream yeah. places are closed down. There's not yeah, much yeah. out there, but certainly uh, your homemade pasta brought a smile to their face. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so let's just, because uh, I've taken up enough of your time, just to, to wrap it up. I have three questions for you. Yeah. First one is, uh, I know you're small ch children, so maybe you're not getting eight hours sleep a night, but are you getting eight hours sleep a night? Yeah. Seven, seven hours of sleep. Now, look, I always sleep. Even before the restaurant opened, I was so stressed. I never lost my sleep in my life. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. <laughs> it's good. It's a good thing. Um, and since everything locked down on the, the 12th, we, we call March 12th COVID day, uh, what's, what's annoyed you most about it since? Not more so much professionally, more kind of just... I put so much weight, I put so much weight on because I'm not exercising very much. So you would have been on your feet all the time, yeah. That's, that's... I've been on feet all the time. I used to go to the gym. Uh, I, I've done a bit of running, but um, I'm not exercising very much. And I'm not eating that much, but I put uh, about a pound, uh, not a pound, sorry, a stone on. Uh, I put a stone on, so it's, it's, it's a lot. You, you literally have the COVID stone. Yeah, that's, that's it. Funny. I mean, I just, this is the thing that is annoying me more at the moment. Yeah. And, uh, well, you can fix that. Yeah. And what's made you smile? What's brought a little bit of joy to your face? Since ah, well, my child, uh, she's at home all the time. So I'm spending all the time, all the mornings with my child because my wife working from home. So I spend a lot of time with my child. She's almost two. So. Okay. So she's getting cute. It's good. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Okay. So we'll end with that with, uh, Thank you very much for your time. Enjoy. Thank Hopefully you. you don't have too long left with your, uh, with your daughter in the morning, but uh, enjoy that time. And uh, we look forward to uh, your doors being opened properly. And coming yeah, into your yeah. restaurant. But, yes. uh, and I think it's, it's great that you're positive about, you know, keeping the business going and you're managing to trade through this period as well, which is pretty exceptional. So well done to you. Thank you. And thanks for... And thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem. Delighted. Thanks again. Thanks, Phil. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.